Hello and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Maria Espona with Arhic, and today I have the pleasure of talking with Federico Hirtz, the General Director at NotCo Mexico. Federico is an 18-year career on top global consumer good companies in Latin America in different, in different leadership roles at NotCo, PepsiCo, and also Procter and Gamble. Since 2022, he's leading the startup at NotCo Mexico as director. Um, he held general management roles also at PepsiCo in the South Cone, Uruguay and Paraguay cluster, and as a sales director, both at PepsiCo and Procter and Gamble. He also worked as a fellow teacher at the Buenos Aires University. We, we share that. Uh, and the economic environment development of Fundación Pensar, that is a really important thing back in Argentina. So thank you and welcome, Federico. Yeah, thank you. Hello, and thanks for, for such an introduction. Thank you. So the, the first question is, how do you describe the profile of a data analytics leader? It's a very curious person, uh, first. <laughs> uh, in, in, in our case, it's a, it's a person that has both uh, a very high standard for delivering, uh, mm -hmm. a very deep knowledge, technical knowledge. That's really important. But at the end of the day, uh, there are many, many roles that can have both, both of that that I just mentioned. But in our case, we are building something that is really new. It is new to the world. And the, the profiles that we look for are people that is, is brave and it also has a very enthusiastic uh, purpose for change, the status quo. If you combine all of that uh, and, and you also combine that with the ambition of working in, in a startup where uncertainty is our common ground, uh, then you have the, the typical data analytics profile that we look for in the, in the market. And as I mentioned before, it's not, it's not that easy to, to get uh, that kind of profiles because there are many, many ingredients, but that's what we look for. And that, that's fantastic. But you, you mentioned several ingredients to this cake, uh, but... It's a recipe. It's a food tech. So we, we talk about receipts and then you have huh? the, the meal there. So some of the ingredients uh, you can learn uh, in the university or is it something that is related to the personality of the people? Well, that many of them can be learned at the university, especially the, the technical ones. Uh, mm -hmm. Universities play... A very important role there, but also the, the some of the ingredients are usually learned uh, in different contexts. Uh, when when you have different experiences, when you have different bosses or people that you work for, all of all of those can can help you to really uh, add more ingredients to the receipt of being a, a successful data analytics leader. Because at the end, and, and it's not least important, I mentioned data analytics leader, because leadership is, is a very important factor when you want to succeed in an organization uh, as a startup, as NOTCO, or, or even though uh, as a big corpo 
as the, the ones that I worked before, such, such as Procter & Gamble or, or PepsiCo. So leadership, it, it's also about that. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that you can have, you can learn leadership not only in the university, but also by working with other people and follow the example. I think it's a great aspect to, to take into consideration. In my experience is the best way of learning because you can have all the books, but if you have someone that leads in a great way, you know better how to do it. Yeah, on the job coaching, I think is the, mm -hmm. the the biggest value added that you can get when you join a company. So you always need to to really look who's going to be your boss and who's who's going to be the 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 five people that you're going to to meet more often in your your new work because you're going to absorb all their knowledge, all the way of thinking. Uh, the, the risk takers, the more cautious people. Um, because when you get out of the university, you you have a bag with a, with a lot of technical knowledge. But the leadership knowledge uh, is better understood when you need to face challenges, when you need to face politics, when you need mm -hmm. to face... Uh, lack of resources uh, and you need to face the reality uh, and and that's the usually when you have the the biggest learnings the, the teachable moments that maybe <laughs> we call it here and and that that brings the experience at the end of the day yeah absolutely it's like putting the theory to work not having only case studies that you say oh this guy did this in these circumstances, but not in the real in the real world. That in some cases yeah. it's a huge distance. We always say that PowerPoints supports everything. Excel and, and data analytics database also supports everything. But then you need to face uh, the consumer, the customer, the macroeconomics, uh, the funding, the cash flow. I mean, but I think in my point of view that the technical knowledge is like the base. You need to have that. That you cannot avoid having that. Technical knowledge is a must, and then the the rest is a nice to have that can can put you ahead or in the same line of the the rest of the people. Uh, yeah, super true. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Uh, when when you hire employees, you you mention some skills uh, that that the ingredients to, to this recipe. Where do you find your employees? How you attract them? Well, um, we, we try to look at uh, people uh, on the companies that we, we really admire. Uh, that's oh. our first target, to be, to be honest. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's a combination of universities and companies that we really admire. And then, uh, that, that's the first ingredient of our receipt. The second one is about the experiences that these persons already had in the in the past career, or maybe they, they don't have experiences in the in the working world, but maybe they did have experiences traveling or working for some organizations. And, and the third ingredient, it's about their values, what they think is important for them, what they aim to do. Uh, and, and also the way they do things, the, 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 the how to and not only the what to. 
I will include that in, in my lessons. I'm delivering lectures in Peru on responsible use of data. And it's fantastic to, to introduce the people to the knowledge, to the, to the, it's not the knowledge, to the concept of working ethically in this, in this world, because it's not usual. You think in, in medical doctors trying not to kill the patients, but you don't see people being killed by data, but their life affected for sure. Yeah, and that, that's really important because at the end of the day, your decisions are going to be driven by your values. Uh, and, and having a common ground in terms of values between the, the, the full organization and, and each of the people on my team, it's, it's a must because at the end of the day, that, that is something that can help us to, to bring the culture and the culture is the strategy by in breakfast. So yeah. um, that, that, that's really important for us. Yeah, good. I will ask you a question that I think that you got it many times already. That is, today everyone is talking about artificial intelligence and it's and the digital transformation and it's everywhere in the universities, in the market. So how do you see this in the future, in your context, in the industry you are working? I just uh, heard um, some things that really look like exaggerated um, um, about artificial intelligence. And when, when these kind of technologies that can really transform the world by better, better um, sometimes this scares people but scares people that don't really understand uh, the people that really understands the, the power of the technology and how can we use this don't see this as a threat they see this as a very powerful tool and it's that it's a tool uh, and it's a very powerful tool that can help us to bring disruption and new ideas to old school industries. For example, um, in our case, the food industry is an industry that has had little innovation during the past 50 years. And most of the innovation came to, to produce food in a cheaper way. Mm -hmm. So efficiency and agility was the, the key pillars, were the key pillars for, for the innovation strategy in the food industry. We don't see that uh, as, a, as the biggest uh, strategy pillar for the food industry. We really understand that the current food industry is very uh, intensive in, in terms of use of um, the earth resources. And, and we really understand that by using technology, to take out the animal from the equation, uh, we really can transform the, the industry. And why technology? Technology, because by using technology, we can uh, amplify the scope. For example, uh, today, the food industry uses no more than 1,000 ingredients, plant, plant ingredients for the, for, the, for the industry in general. No? I'm talking as a general concept. Uh, and by putting technology, our Giuseppe, which is our algorithm uh, to, to really use our database, we can intercept uh, more than 5,000 ingredients. Wow. 
but the full uh, biodiversity, the, the full landscape of plants is more than 20,000 units. So we are using a little, little space of the, the full scope that we can use. And, and the tool to do that is technology. And, and the technology that we need to use is artificial intelligence. So artificial intelligence is a very powerful tool that can help us to accelerate the transformation we want to do, uh, we want to execute in, the, in, in most of the industries that really need this. Wow, that's wow. Yesterday I was reading about responsible consumption, like being a good consumer. And when it comes to what you buy to eat, what you mentioned, it's, it's fantastic because if you can change the ingredients, have uh, increment your base of ingredients for your recipe, you can have more healthier, more diverse, uh, change the market, change the economy of the producers. It has a potential that is amazing. Yeah, the potential is really huge. And this is just starting because um, by, I mean, artificial intelligence is something that was discovered and was being used many years ago. Our company started as an artificial intelligence company to transform the food industry. And we are, we've been here for seven years. So this is not new for us. This is new for the, for the massive media. And, and that, is, that is a good news also because by putting this in the massive media, will help us to, to, not, to, to see this as something positive. Uh, and not to be afraid of, and also will help this to allocate more resources in terms of investigation, in terms of trials. I mean, this this will for sure accelerate the path, the innovation path, and the development path that this technology can have for several industries. And I think you mentioned innovation uh, and disruption. I think that what you say is that by applying artificial intelligence to to the food industry, you move from uh, some incremental innovation that you are having now to more a true disruptive one. Exactly, exactly. Uh, this is a very, very disruptive uh, technology, uh, but can be disruptive innovation, but also not so disruptive innovation. Can can also help to accelerate the typical innovation path. Uh, I think that this technology can help in both ways. To bring disruptive innovation, for sure, this, this is our main priority for our categories in the food industry, but can also help uh, big corporations to not only to bring disruptive innovation, because they, they usually don't bring disruptive innovation, but can really help to accelerate the current innovation path. Yeah, super. And I have one last question, and I'm really enjoying this conversation. So uh, what do you think about the convergence between data analytics and other areas of science and economy? H how do you see this conversions? As mentioned, uh, I, I see the conversion into putting technology to current processes. Mm -hmm. uh, and by doing that, you can improve the process. So maybe there, there is not going to be a new process, but there is going to be a process that you currently run with humans, but and by using technology, you can increase the accuracy 
you can mm -hmm. increase the, the the time place that it takes uh, to bring additional innovation and also to discover um, new ideas to bring to the market. I, I think that this can work in in, in the in those three pillars. Super. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your ideas. Thank you, Federico, for showing me today. And please visit the city cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. Thank you. Bye-bye.